This is Novel Marketing, Episode 87. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr., and best-selling author James L. Rubart has been abducted by aliens, which means I am going to be doing this show all by myself. This, of course, is the show for novelists who want to become best-selling authors. And in this episode, I am going to talk about web hosting. What is web hosting, you ask? Web hosting is where your website lives on the internet. You can think of it like rent. Uh, every website has to be has to live somewhere. The cloud isn't free. Someone's got to pay for it. And typically, that someone is you, especially if you want your website to get a lot of traffic. And this is important because if your site goes down or if there's some problem with your hosting, people can't find you. And if they can't find you, they can't buy your book, etc., etc. A couple of stories on uh, why this is important. Uh, an agent, a friend of mine, um, we built his website, but he uh, insisted on being hosted uh, on GoDaddy. And so we left his website on GoDaddy, which is one of the hosts I do not recommend. And this is one of the reasons why. Um, because uh, of a vulnerability on the GoDaddy servers on someone else's website, he was on the cheap, you know, $5 a month hosting, uh, his website got hacked. And what happened was one-third of people saw his site normally, including him. Every time he went to his website, nothing seemed to be wrong. For another third, though, a virus was downloaded onto their computer. Malware was downloaded. And for the final third, they were redirected to an inappropriate website, a highly offensive, inappropriate website uh, of an adult nature. Uh, you can kind of read between the lines. And he's suddenly getting contacted by all of these authors being like, what has happened to your website? I was redirected to, to this uh, you know, terrible website. Or And then finally what happened after um, a few hours is Google put up a malware warning. So then when people went to his website, they didn't see his website at all. All they saw was this big Google warning if they're on Chrome or on Firefox. And Google wouldn't let people visit his website. His traffic dropped down to zero. And cleaning that off of his website was very expensive, a lot more expensive than it would have been to just get good hosting in the first place. Uh, another story is uh, on the good side, what can happen when you have good hosting. Um, my, uh, You've heard on this episode in the past, I talked about the blog post that I wrote that went viral. Got a million page views in three weeks, uh, three or four weeks. And um, I was on really high quality hosting. And what happened was that nothing happened. The site ran very fast when there's 100,000 people visiting it in a day. And that allowed me to get the post out, which turned into a Kickstarter campaign, which turned into a book, and the rest is history. If I had been on um, bad hosting, which is, you know, if I had been on that GoDaddy hosting that that agent had been on, my site may not have been hacked, but the site would have gone down because cheap hosting can't handle surges of traffic. A lot of authors are waiting, uh, you know, to, for the Oprah effect, and they don't know if their website can handle the traffic or not. So in this episode, uh, we're going to talk about the different kinds of hosting and uh, the advantages and disadvantages of each kind. So the first kind of hosting I want to talk about is free hosting. Now, free hosting is nice because it's free. The downside, though, is that typically it's paid for by advertisements that you don't control. And typically, those advertisements are the kind of advertisements that uh, they don't care where they're advertising on the Internet. They're not always appropriate. They're not always relevant. And it can undermine your brand as an author for ads for some other product. And also... You want people, when they buy something on your website, to buy your book, not someone else's product. And so I don't recommend uh, free hosting unless you are really on a budget, you're really struggling financially, it might make sense. 
Uh, and if you do use free hosting, I recommend WordPress.com. Uh, you're not going to be able to add any cool plugins because WordPress.com doesn't allow plugins, but it is going to be the right kind of platform. And when you are ready to move to something a little bit more robust, you're, you'll be able to move your website with you. Uh, every other kind of free hosting, your website's locked in and you can't really move it away in any meaningful, easy way. The next kind of hosting is what's called shared hosting. And you know shared hosting because it's typically less than $10 a month. And the benefit of shared hosting is that it is real hosting. No one's ads are on your website. You have full control over your website or your webmaster has full control. Uh, and it's cheap. It's its most redeeming feature. Unfortunately, the, re- the way it's cheap... Uh, oh, another way you can tell this is that it typically will say unlimited traffic, which is a misnomer. Uh, you are all hopefully savvier uh, than that. It's not really unlimited. If, if you could, for $5, get unlimited traffic, Facebook could save millions of dollars every day on hosting. They would just sign up for whatever site is promising unlimited hosting. The reality is it's always limited. It's always limited. There's no such thing as unlimited traffic. Um, so shared hosting is cheap which is its nice benefit. It can't handle a lot of traffic, though. And the reason it can't handle traffic is because you are sharing a server with thousands or maybe tens of thousands of other websites. Uh, Now, what that means is that if any of those sites have an issue, it could potentially make your site vulnerable, um, whether that issue is that it got hacked or it's being attacked by... um, a distributed denial of service attack, which is uh, another tool of hackers, but instead of breaking into your website, it's uh, shutting down your website. So if you think of it, hacking as like someone breaking through your front door, a denial of service attack is like somebody throwing a Molotov cocktail through your window. They're not trying to get in. They're just trying to take your house down. Um, they, they don't handle those very well. They tend to kick you off if you get a lot of traffic. If somebody else gets a lot of traffic, your website can go down. Uh, and, and it's nothing, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. And it's also the slowest kind of hosting. Often even slower than free hosting, believe it or not. The free hosts, uh, like WordPress.com, run very fast uh, servers, whereas the shared hosts often tend to be cheaper. So GoDaddy fits into this category and pretty much any other kind of host in the 5 to $10 range. The next co- kind of hosting I want to talk about is VPS. A lot of companies that offer shared hosting also offer VPS hosting, and this is a virtual private server. So the benefit here is that it's more powerful. It's um, better than shared hosting. It's more expensive. It's harder to use, though. Um, the problem with it being a private server is that um, some of the server maintenance type tasks you are now responsible for. Uh, so you have to, you know, you're responsible for updating PHP potentially in the MySQL version and a lot of technical things that most authors really don't want to have to mess with. Um, but it is faster, which is a nice benefit. Uh, VPS hosting, virtual private server hosting, can be really, really fast. Uh, the next form of hosting is managed hosting. And this is the sweet spot, in my opinion, of value. Uh, This is where you've got moderate price. Uh, It scales uh, to lots of traffic very well. So when I had a million visitors that one month, I didn't, my site didn't go down. I just got a bill for extra money because there's no such thing as unlimited. And so I had up to a hundred thousand page views a month, I think on my package. And, you know, so I had an extra 900,000 page views and they said, it's going to be some extra money. Uh, although I was, I told them if I upgrade, will you give it for, for me for free? And they did. So I was very thankful for that. Um, it's also what's nice about managed hosting is that they secure your website and they secure WordPress itself. 
itself. Uh, managed hosting is typically WordPress specific. It's WordPress managed hosting. And it's often the very fastest of all the sections or all the kinds of hosting that we're talking about. Now, the final form of hosting is dedicated hosting. This is where you actually have a physical server. Uh, it's the most expensive for sure. Uh, it's also the most customizable. Um, but there's really nowadays no reason to have a dedicated host. And it's, it's the hardest one to use. It doesn't scale well. And you have to pay someone who knows how to run a Linux box, uh, which is very expensive. So what companies do I recommend? I'm going to tell you the companies that I like and the companies that I don't like. And there's lots of companies in between that I don't have an opinion about one way or the other. If you are going to go with shared hosting, and I know for some of you that's all you can afford right now, the shared host that I like the most, or maybe a better way to say is the shared host I dislike the least, is Bluehost. Uh, they have good WordPress shared hosting. It's about $8 a month. Um, they make it look cheaper, but that's just for the first period of time, and then it goes up to about 8 um, and then they also have managed hosting for around $40 a month. Uh, Media Temple is also a really good hosting company. They're the, probably the cheapest place you can get good uh, managed hosting. They're $20 a month. And then what I use for my personal website is WP Engine, and they range between $30 and $100 a month for managed hosting. And they only host WordPress websites, and they are really, really good at it. They are proactive at fixing security issues, and I'm a very happy WP Engine user. Uh, they went through an awkward adolescence many years ago as they were growing too fast, but they've really matured, and it's been fun to watch them mature, and I'm very happy with them. Uh, and I'm not trying to sell I don't get it. I'm, this is not, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode. I'm not getting paid for this episode <laughs> to recommend any of these companies. And I'm also not getting paid to tell you which companies to avoid. Number one hosting company to avoid is GoDaddy. They are a famously bad host. Uh, they're okay for domains. If you want to have your domain there, that's fine. Um, but I would not host a website there under any circumstances. I also wouldn't use one-in-one. -one, or rather, I used to use one-in-one, -one and I had to evacuate. It was terrible. One-in-one -one is just a terrible, terrible host. Uh, I got suckered in because they bought these big, huge advertisements in magazines, computer magazines. So I thought, wow, if they're in PC Magazine, they must be a good host. I was so very, very wrong. Uh, I'd also recommend avoiding Squarespace, uh, Wix, and Weebly. And the reason that uh, I would avoid these hosts is that these hosts force you to use their software, which means you're locked into their platform, which means you have what we call in the business the golden handcuffs, which means you can never leave Squarespace without rebuilding your whole website from scratch. And you can't use WordPress, which means you can't get any of the cool plugins and uh, you're stuck with this very um, specific platform. Now, they will say, oh, it's great because it's very easy to customize the website, but you'll never find an attractive Squarespace website because it's so easy to customize. Um, there's a reason why designers go to school to learn design. It's just like you go to, you know, you've studied writing. And um, it's, it's, having a tool that makes it easy to write, to type, doesn't make you a good writer. And having a tool that makes it easy to change the way a website looks doesn't make you a good designer. I don't think I'm doing a good job explaining this. But um, you still need to hire a designer even if you're using Squarespace, if you want a good-looking website. Or use their template and don't edit it at all, which then undermines the whole point of Squarespace. Because if you don't edit the template, why are you paying all this extra money for this platform that locks you in? And the same is true for Wix and Weebly. I kind of put them all in that same category. 
So I hope uh, this has uh, been helpful to you in, in picking a host. It's not hard to switch from one host to another. I imagine many of you are on GoDaddy because they're the ones who spend all the money on Super Bowl commercials, which is another rule of thumb real quick before we end. If a hosting company has to pay for commercials and advertisements, there's that's a warning sign because if they're doing their job well, they're having no trouble getting new customers. WP Engine never had to advertise and they were still growing too fast. They couldn't manage the growth because so many people were signing up there, having to add more servers faster than they could keep up. That's, that's a sign of a company that's taking care of their customers. When they have to spend millions of dollars to advertise on the Super Bowl, that's an indication that their customers are not promoting their product and so you want to avoid that. And I'll give the same advice with hosting companies that I give for picking a publisher. Don't go with a company until you can find a happy customer of that company. <laughs> so, uh, And for WP Engine, you've got your happy customer uh, right here. But I, I know of people who've been happy customers of Bluehost and of Media Temple as well. This episode of... Novel Marketing has been brought to you by My Book Table 3. Uh, it's our new plugin from Author Media. It comes with audiobook mode, children's book mode, international mode, star rating support, and a whole lot more. You can check that out at mybooktable.com. And we have a featured iTunes review from Leah Holder. She says, great podcast, lots of helpful information on marketing your book. Uh, and we appreciate your review, Leah, and we appreciate all of you uh, who've left reviews. I, I hear that it's what it's iTunes reviews is what the aliens are waiting for. And if we get enough iTunes reviews, uh, James L. Rubart will be released from the spaceship prison that he is being held in and will be allowed to walk amongst us once again. <laughs> You've been listening to Thomas Humstead Jr. on the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing offline, online, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening.